It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. We're back. This is the Keystone Kickoff Show presented by KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. Dustin Hockensmith and Greg Pickle here now looking at Super Bowl 52. We're changing gears. We had a good talk with Steve Wilfong about Penn State recruiting. Now we're looking at Eagles-Patriots this Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Greg, the Eagles are underdogs for this one. Again, I know that there's a faction of people out there who really want to – they really like the Eagles' chances in the game, not just the cover but the win outright. You're an Eagles guy. You've been following the team. Why? What's there to like here for the Eagles just in a big-picture, broad sense? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think the, the defense is just a thing that, that jumps out at you. Um, they, If you really go back and watch the, throughout the course of the season and also in the playoffs, I mean, it's a group that – it's just, uh, for lack of a better word, it's just relentless. And it gets to the quarterback, and it's able to make plays downfield. Turnovers have been key in both of the two victories so far. And when you're able to do that, you know, you can't count on a pick six as the Eagles had uh, to score their first touchdown against Minnesota. But, uh, you know, you count on a couple turnovers a game, and you're going to have a chance to win most of the time when you have a positive turnover differential. And there's two ways around that. Nick Foles hasn't uh, turned the ball over all that much. And then on the other hand, the Eagles defense has been creating turnovers. So I think that's probably the area you see the biggest. I don't know if advantage is the word, but let's be honest. New England's defense has had very pedestrian moments uh, over the course of the season. So have the Eagles. But New England, I think, has had a few more of them. But look, Tom Brady's on the other sideline. It doesn't matter what kind of defense he was playing with. If it was one filled with guys like you and me, I think he'd still probably have a good chance to win. So I don't know. I think the spread is fair. I think it should be a good game. And when you really come, when it really comes down to it, this one will come down to what the Eagles can do to stop Brady and not. And, and can they play? I thought I can't remember who it was, but you know, someone made a great point. Is that? The biggest downfall teams have against Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, whether it's usually in the Super Bowl, but really at any point, is that they don't play four quarters. They get up on them, maybe, or they have a lead, or the game is tied, and then they just let Brady march down the field late, and it's a and it's a never. It's like a you know, it just never stops. It's the same story over and over and over again. They have maybe the best kicker in the game, or certainly one of the best, in Steven Goskowski, and that's another area they have an advantage because while Jake Elliott has made some huge kicks, he's also been unreliable at times. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think what you touch on about not playing four quarters, it was highlighted, of course, by Jacksonville, who, you know, you're you're nursing a lead, and I I get it, it's a hard thing to do, but you're nursing a lead, and you're also you're playing a little fearful, you know, you're playing not not to lose games, and certainly in our area, Penn State has been criticized for that in the past as well. But I think the Eagles are more likely to stay comfortable in their own skin than sure. a lot of other teams are. I, I think that that's one of the big things that the Eagles have in their favor is that they genuinely do not seem to care at all about who they're playing or who the opposing quarterback is. You, you respect it. Yep. You uh, know how dangerous Tom Brady is. You know how well-schemed. 
New England will be, but you're not afraid of it either. You, right. you, I think this Eagles group is really unique in how confident they are and how um, aggressive they're going to continue to be. I don't think they're going to be in the same position as Jacksonville. For better or worse, if they're up in the fourth quarter against the, against the Patriots, they're going to stay on the gas pedal uh, defensively too. They're not going to fall into that shell, which ultimately plays right into New England's hands. Everything right. that they want to do is take what's underneath. They're not they, – they have their vertical weapons, and they have – they went out and they dealt for Brandon Cooks, I think, to give a little bit more of a vertical element. But at their core, they are content to slice and dice you and, and try yep. to rely on run after catch, uh, which is something that the Eagles haven't defended very well against. No, and they play a lot of soft coverage with the corners, and I think that's – again, that has helped them draw some of the interceptions and turnovers that they have, but it's also been a reason they've been torched a few times in the secondary. So – I think that's another uh, area we've talked about. We talked about it last week, the matchup in the slot with Robinson and, and, and Amadola, and who wins that battle and how is New England going to take after two weeks ways to scheme to exploit the Eagles linebackers and secondary and get him open with, whether it's with rubs, whether it's with moving him around the pre-snap, they're going to find a way to get him open. How many times can the Eagles prevent that is probably going to be one of the biggest deciding factors in this game. And how does Nick Foles bounce back from arguably the greatest performance of his career? I mean, you don't go into a game like this expecting him to do that again. But if he can just be, I don't want to say pedestrian, but if he can just be a little bit better than average and the Eagles defense plays the way it did in the first two playoff games and it's it's close to its peak form as it's been for most of the year – you're going to have a shot. You just are. I don't think this is a killer Patriots team like some of the ones that Bill yeah. Belichick has brought to the Super Bowl. It's good. Don't get me wrong. There's a very good football team, but I don't think this is one of his all-time great teams. I think it's a good team and has a lot of key pieces and a lot of talented players, but I don't think this is the you know lockdown, blow-everybody-out Patriots team that we've seen sometimes before. I'm not even sure if it's as good as the team that the Eagles lost to the last time they were in the Super Bowl. So It's an interesting matchup. Obviously, when you have two weeks to prepare both sides will come out with some wrinkles we haven't seen before and i I don't know like i said i think that it's it's probably a field goal game i could be wrong uh, but i just think that it's it's close throughout yeah i would agree with that too uh it's the keystone kickoff show looking at super bowl 52 eagles patriots this sunday 6 30 roughly eastern time uh 645 650 yeah whatever what do you think it'll actually be let's just pick is there a prop bet for it? No, there's not. Well, we'll just we be. just create it one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say 650. Yeah, that's fair. I'll go 648. We'll price is right this. You can't um you, you can't be that commercialized and, yeah. and still be on time as right. we, as we learn. Uh so they're in Minnesota and there's it's all these stories. Zero degrees. There's all these stories out there with Vikings fans with the trying to sign up for Uber. Um they're they're canceling Airbnbs. They're turning away um, Eagles players from restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Should Vikings fans be this salty about Philadelphia fans? And is it about them getting just shellacked 38-7, or was it the perception of not being made to feel welcome in Philadelphia? Uh, probably both. Ago? Probably both, I would assume. It's a little bit of both. 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. Grow up. Yeah, so yeah, up. yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll all work out fine at the end of the week. Money always trumps all, but it's easy it's easy to decline uh, business before the business actually shows up and you have all this, you know, they have all this money they want to spend. And I'll tell you what, I looked I looked into the travel packages and things like that. It's a shame, but a normal person cannot afford to go to the Super Bowl. You just can't. I mean, it is impressive the amount of money. I know this is maybe a little bit uh, unique in the sense that they're saying it's one of the highest uh, ticket prices that they've ever tracked for a Super Bowl. But, I mean, goodness, that's just – it is an outrageous amount of money. But, hey, if you have the money – what I'm, what the, my point, though, is that if you have the money to attend this game, you have the money to spend a little bit more, too, when you get to Minnesota. So I think that the fine folks in Vikings land will eventually open up their wallets and accept that cash. They they need to they need to I, I think it's a little absurd to be that out of shape or you know been out of shape about uh, your trip to Philadelphia. Let me ask you 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 mentioned the wrinkles and adjustments and exotic play calls. You have to give an edge in that area to the Patriots every single time. Yep. Yeah, you, you have. Bill Belichick has earned that right. I think it'll be interesting to watch him play the chess match against Doug Peterson, who. You know, Doug's just a big, goofy guy, and I think that in terms of tone setting, I don't think he really cares either. And I think that that, that attitude wears off on everybody on the team. Yep. And uh, But it starts with him. I don't think he's going to be – going to fall victim to any Bill Belichick or Patriots mystique or anything like that. He's going to do his thing. I think he's yeah. going to have some clever stuff, and I think that the Patriots defense has some vulnerabilities that can be taken advantage of, and I do think that – I also believe that the Eagles haven't shown um, the extent to which that they can run the football, uh, their potential in that area, yeah. as much as they could have this season. And I think between Jay Ajayi, LeGarrette Blunt, and uh, Corey Clement, you have some interesting players who can take advantage of what I would say is not the most mobile or athletic defense. They're just well-coached, and they're in the right spots. Yeah, no, no question about it. And obviously the other side of that is that they have – the kind of running back rotation to if they need to run the ball 30 or 40 times to win the game, it's not going to all fall on one guy's shoulder. They have different style of backs. They have enough guys to keep the rotation fresh. I mean, I think a lot when they traded for JJ, I think a lot of people thought to themselves, why do they need to do that? It's pay off in a big way. I think that you can't understate LeGarrette Blunt and his previous Super Bowl history and what that will bring to this team. I think there's a couple other guys, of course, as well that have experienced that. But yeah, I think you're right about the the running game for uh, for the Eagles. And again, we've seen New England's defense gashed from time to time. There's no question about it. And don't get me wrong, the Eagles' defense has been you know thrown around plenty too. But I don't know, you know, the total at this point in time. Let me see here. Let me see what it is as of today. So this is the part of the show where Greg Google's exactly. I talk a little bit and see what I can figure out. Yeah. So it's 48. So they're saying it's New England's a four-point favorite. They're looking at what 28-24. Nah, it's not right. Something along. You know, we're talking about a mid-20s kind of game. Um, I think that's fair. I don't think this is going to be a Super Bowl that ends 13-7. 17-13. I think we get some points on the board on this one. I wouldn't. I would be surprised if both teams get into the 30s, but the mid 20s, 24 21, 28-24, uh, 31-27, something along those lines makes sense to me in this game. I think we see both teams come out and get on the board first. I don't think the team that scores first is necessarily going to be the one that scores last. And like I said, I think it should just be a good overall game. On the other side. 
how do the Eagles match up? And I, I especially athleticism at the linebacker position yeah. for all that slashing and dashing. You mentioned Danny Amendola, who I think he has what eighteen catches in two playoff games. Yep, he's emerged as a, as a real weapon and somebody that's hard to contain for any defense. I think it's a bad matchup for the Eagles. Yep, but also with all those running backs, because you look at the the Vikings game, Jarek McKinnon caught a bunch of passes. Um, how do they match up against the, what I would call the Patriots' core strength there? Yeah, probably not very good. I think that's why you'll hear so much this week spent. And by the way, I don't know if any – you know, the one thing that's insufferable about the Super Bowl is like the eight-hour pregame show. I don't. I just don't know why that came to mind. But as we're talking about hot talking points of the week, it just occurred to me that this will be brought up about 19 times during an eight-hour pregame show on Sunday. But – it's going to be the defensive line. If the defensive line gets pressure and doesn't allow those things to open up, uh, then you're going to see an Eagles team that maybe balances out that. It's, I think it's a significant advantage for the Patriots. If they don't get pressure and that stuff is there for the taking, then Tom Brady and New England is just going to take it over and over and over and over again. And that's the kind of game that can get out of hand for the Eagles. But if the defensive line, as it has all year, is able to get pressure, you can't understate the fact that how important it is that they've been able to do it a lot of times with just four guys. They're usually not blitzing a lot. That gives you a little bit more coverage back in the backfield. So we'll see. We will see. Eagles, Patriots, in the Super Bowl. I'm curious how Nick Foles plays and what that means for his career yeah. going forward. I have no idea what to make of that. I think a lot of people don't. All right, we're moving on here on the Keystone Kickoff Show. We'll take a quick break. Your Penn State football recruiting questions for Ask Greg are coming up next. This is Andy Shea from the Keystone Sports Network. You heard us talk about 409 tailgate sauce for a while now. Honesty moment. I use 409 tailgate sauce at my house, and it's a hit with my family and friends. My barbecue chicken always comes out great. The sauce also works on pork, beef. You can even put it on your burgers. Go to 409tailgateclub.com to order 409 tailgate sauce for you or that tailgater in your life. And remember, always tailgate with honor. You trust AAA to work at every mile. But AAA doesn't just cover your car. They can also cover your home. AAA Home Insurance protects every square foot. And when you add AAA Home Insurance to AAA Auto Insurance, you get more protection and more savings. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent today or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA Home Insurance. The harsh rain and wind ahead will be very tough on your roof. Prepare for the season by showing your roof you give a shingle and call Long Roofing. That's Long, L-O-N-G, the name that's been trusted by families across the Mid-Atlantic region for more than 70 years. Right now, you will get free gutters with your roof replacement from our friends at Long Roofing. Give them a call today for a free estimate on your roof at 844-405-LONG. That's 844-405-L-O-N-G. 